Oh, I didn't see it over there. Glad you could make it. Just trying to keep my game sharp during the lockdown. I'm Ken Silverling. In today's edition of Ken's Trends, we're celebrating an unusual anniversary. It was eight years ago this week that the world's two most powerful men descended upon my hometown of Boca Raton, Florida. In today's presentation, I'll be discussing some famous people from both the world of entertainment and the world of politics. I generally write about commercial real estate, economic development, and social media. Sometimes I deal with serious subjects. Other times, like today, and I think we can all use it, I try to keep things a little light. I try to steer clear of politics and try not to go too far right or too far left. Too bad I can't say the same about my golf game. So let's take a ride down the escalator for an update to an article I originally published on April 13th, 2012. He's coming down the escalator with a girl from east of here. It was a simpler time, still years before a real estate developer and reality show host would head down an escalator to begin an improbable run to the presidency. Back then, it was unusual for the leader of the free world to tackle issues of global importance from the fairways of a Palm Beach County golf course. So the week of April 13, 2012 was pretty remarkable as the world's two most powerful men descended upon Boca Raton, which by the way is about 20 miles south of Mar-a-Lago. That April 13th, Justin Bieber, with his 42 million Facebook likes and 20 million Twitter followers, had a speaking engagement at the St. Andrews School in Boca Raton. Three days earlier, the other guy, the one that had previously occupied the White House, delivered an address at Boca Raton's Florida Atlantic University. That guy, Barack Obama, came to Boca Raton with 36 million likes and 14 million Twitter followers. Seven months later, he would be reelected receiving 65 million likes in the form of votes. The guy in the escalator got only 63 million votes in 2016. His opponent, Hillary Clinton, got 66 million in defeat. But those numbers are trumped by Bieber's 79 million current Facebook likes and 111 million Twitter followers. Incidentally, Obama has now passed Bieber as the most followed person on Twitter. The only thing more astounding than these numbers is the fact that Justin Bieber is still relevant eight years later. The number of Twitter followers may be only slightly less arbitrary than the Electoral College as a means of selecting a president. Obama is now ineligible due to term limits and Justin Bieber would be disqualified as he's only 26 years old and he was born in Canada. The winner with 108 million Twitter followers will be Katy Perry who meets the requirements. She is American born and she recently turned 35, the minimum age for a president as set by the Constitution. Does that sound far-fetched? Well, what if I told you in 1951 that the star of Bedtime for Bonzo, or in 2004 that the star of The Apprentice would become president? Who's to say that in this age of social media, we couldn't elect a pop star? She has served as a judge, although it was on American Idol. And who knows if we'll live to see a President Kardashian West. Kim has 63 million followers, but her billionaire stepsister may not meet Bernie's approval. Stepping out of this crazy parallel universe, let's get back to my 2012 story. What was most interesting to me about Bieber's visit to Boca Raton was the way I found out. It was a clear early sign of how media was changing. We can all remember where we were when we found out about the monumental news stories of our time. 
Granted, this is a far cry from monumental news for non-millennials, but it was important enough to make the front page of the South Florida Sun Sentinel. So how did I find out? I was one of the first to know because of a text from my 15-year-old daughter who had heard it from a friend at St. Andrews. Between the internet and our mobile devices, we are more connected than ever, and that has major implications on how we get our news and even bigger impact on how we sell our products. Well, at least I had that right in 2012. To a social media marketer, Justin Bieber is highly powerful and represents an opportunity to reach his massive followers and their parents as well. Bieber was in town to congratulate three students who raised $52,000 for Pencils of Promise, one of Bieber's favorite charities. The nonprofit group has built more than 50 schools around the world. Well, that's up to 524 as of 2020. You have to give the kid a lot of credit. With all the international fame, he seems to be doing things the right way and has kept himself remarkably clean. Well, I may have missed on this one, but he's better than most, and his music still isn't nearly as annoying as some of the other stuff out there. My tweets on the Obama and Bieber visits were listed alongside the major news organizations and political groups. My objective at the time, and today as well, was to promote Boca Raton and get the interest of corporate executives who would consider relocating their companies to our community. The Boca Raton and South Florida business community needs to embrace these opportunities to get our community in the news with positive stories. That will help to draw more quality business, create high paying jobs, and improve upon what is already a great quality of life. And if you're looking to buy, lease, or invest in South Florida commercial real estate, please call, text, or email me at Levy Realty Advisors. I'm Ken Silverling, and I approve this message. And please follow me at Ken Silverling on Twitter, as I have a lot of catching up to do. Thank you.